Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily, yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. I am Peter Rosenberg coming at you, humming, coming at you from New York City, um, approaching rapidly the one-year anniversary of my big 24-7 championship. I got to see what actual day that was. It's probably coming up any day. Um, I'd like to send it down to Philadelphia where we say hello to the EST of CHP. I think I got that right. That's right. That's SGG. right. That, that's right. What's going on, fellas? I love the hat. Shout out to the uh, Black Wrestling crew. Made this fire fuego hat. Big throat play on the like classic starter look of the early 90s. Yeah, actually, so I don't think this look was the starter look. I think it actually wasn't starter. Either way, it's fire. Um, so shout out to Black Wrestling, a thousand percent. What else? What's going on, SGG? You good? Yeah, yeah, everything is good, man. I can't wait to talk about you know this week in wrestling. So there's a lot going on outside the ring, believe oh, it or not. Sure, there is. Sure, there is. Speaking <laughs> well, of uh, always after we record too. <laughs> yeah, it's always something. Speaking of things that go on outside the ring, a man who's going and going and going and going and going, searching for uh 
the Dipperstein 2.0 strand of COVID, it's Dipperstein. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're, you're, you're due for a new strand, a thousand percent. I'm due for it. I'm due for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, big week here at uh, Dipper Lago. We have a, a very special guest, Frank the Clown, uh, who we'll Woo! see uh, later in the show. Wow. He's back from uh, running the Chicago outfit. I have Al Capone on my couch over here. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the man is doing something. He's clearly doing something illegal because his life is gallivanting around the country. You think Dip's going? going. <laughs> yeah. This guy just goes and goes from Ram game to wrestling show to Ram game. He's ramming and ramming. He He's like Randy the Ram. I may have made that joke already this week. You did? I think so, yeah. I you think so. Have you reached the uh, Frank the Clown portion of your Sopranos rewatch, P? Have I reached the Frank the Clown portion? I think he's joining the Chicago. He's got to be. He's got to be doing something. Oh, like does he pop up in a random episode of Sopranos? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the um, there's, there's got to be a character based on him. Something. All the Chicago wrestlers pay him a vig. Yeah, Frank the Clown is ramming up a storm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he's Randy the Ram a thousand percent. All right, SUG, what is going on outside the ring? This weekend, um, the wrestler known as Mustafa Ali announced via a video that he uh, put out on social media that he requested his release from the WWE. Um, his reason being was that he he had a vision and that he he feels like he ser- he needs to serve a higher purpose and he tried to have that coincide with his wrestling career, but um, he's at an impasse and he's choosing to back away from the WWE. And what well, I think, I think he has like, um, you know, more social justice causes that he wants to be able to integrate into his character or, and, you know, he just wasn't able to do that to his satisfaction in WWE. So he's, he's leaving. And then there were reports that, um, that came out after he announced his release that he got into an argument with Vince McMahon over this, um, that he pitched a video and they, they actually started to go in the direction of him, him, you know, expressing himself in the way that he wanted to, but that following that WWE wants to change directions. He got into an argument with Vince McMahon because Vince pitched something that he just really didn't want to do. And then mm-hmm. ever since then he's been off TV and now he wants out completely. I mean, they have really, at the end of the day, they really, Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali has really been in some capacity done dirty with, you know, he's an incredible wrestler. There's no question. He's, he's really, he's a talented dude. Looks and, great. Very. You know, they, 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 they made him the head of that Fakakta fa- uh, faction, which I was in love with at the beginning. And then just, it went south very, very quick. I mean, that's like the understatement of the sentence. It was like yeah. beyond quick. What's <laughs> yeah. faster than quick? Yeah, it, it never amounted to anything. And then they sort of just kept him off TV, you know? Um, yeah, and if you think about it too, Kofi Mania, but if he doesn't get injured, then do we get Kofi Mania? Interested to see what um, what what Mustafa, what Mustafa Ali does next, though, because he is he is a really special and interesting talent. So, But obviously, I guess this, I assume this is going to be the end of the road. They didn't officially grant the release yet, right? They didn't, and they could always say no i mean they've they've been known to it's 50 50 on this sometimes people request their release and they get it and then sometimes they request their release and you know it works out they put on hold but then it works out so 
So we'll see who how it ends up being for for Mustafa Ali. But as of now, he did request his release, and I'm sure everybody's gonna be watching to see what happens with that. Um, in other news, Cody, it was reported that he's working without an, a contract for AEW. That he is a free agent, and his contract actually expired at the end of 2021. And right now, he's just sort of working without a contract on a handshake gentleman's agreement, which I think is is crazy. This is me not reporting. This is me just speculating. My hope is that he had two contracts, one as a talent and one as an executive, because um, it would seem insane to me that, you know, the executive vice president of the company who does so much work outside of the company to promote the brand in terms of like, you know, the go big show on TBS and the, the different media appearances that he made. Also the reality show. Yeah. Also the reality show. It, it, and they would just allowed his contract to expire. It, it would be crazy to me that this slipped through the crack. So hopefully this is just a talent contract and they, they can get right back. Um, they get the train right back on the tracks, but if his contract has expired completely, this uh, doesn't sound, this doesn't sound great. Here's my predict. Here's my uh, assumption about the situation. Go ahead. It was blown completely out of proportion. He may not have a contract, but I assume that they are working on it. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. He's be the most entrenched person at AEW, in my opinion. It feels that way. And there's probably, you know, I don't see. I don't think there's any chance that he doesn't resign. I mean, that would be preposterous. Yeah. It. It. It was a. Uh, we, you know, I love. You know, our Sean Ross Sapp, f- friend of the show. That story was a nothing burger. It was a, hey, I have a big story. And then I saw it. And I was like, this is not a story. Cody, no. I mean, okay, this contract's not done. I mean, it's a cute little thing to feed people so they have a story, but it's not really a story. It's a talk great to me. headline, but it's not anything. It's a great headline. Wow. Talk to me when Talk to me when it's like, oh, he's actually threatening to leave. Why wouldn't he get done before that, though? Like, does no. is that indicative of something that they, they see uh, his contract expire and it was allowed to expire? I mean, listen, it could be it, it could be an, it, there's a world in which it's indicative of a negotiation or even a disagreement to some right. extent. We don't know what the details of it are, and we never will. No, um, again, again, we will. Dip, we we no. might. Again, dip, dip, dip is the second week in a row. We'll never know. We'll never know until Cody does no. an interview in three days and then we'll know. <laughs> yeah, we no, this, this is the secret more than ever. I'm sitting here watching an October, the October 17th episode of primetime 1988. We have Mr. Perfect. Doing a doing a, a promo, doing a golf promo. Right. Brian Blair, a recently broke up Killer B, is having a single <laughs> match against the Joe Bear. This is the world I live in. Okay. Right. So you'll <laughs> never know. No, you'll you're absolutely never know. The first um, time he does know. talk is Jericho. Know. We're going to find out. By the way, don't don't listen. Uh, I just recorded an interview myself, Shoemaker, and Mac uh, Evan Mac from Mac Mania. We came together and did like a, a Ringer Wrestling Show special with Randy Orton. Dip, I do not want you to hear some of the things Randy Orton says. Oh, there's kayfabe broken the entire time. And it was hard for him. Ah. He, he, he actually talked about how much he hates breaking kayfabe, but that he's used to the world and that he lives in now and has decided when he does press, he's going to do that. But how of kayfabe how, breakage? Third generation to just that's three generations of kayfabe. He just snapped it. There's no doubt. I, I was I didn't know Cowboy Bob Orton, obviously. But there is no question that Cowboy Bob Wharton lived in kayfabe. He was a cowboy through and through. <laughs> okay. yeah, he, he made them live on a ranch for no reason. He was By visiting the, ranches. 
I, I, he still wears the cast. I totally forgot at the beginning of our our interview that he's third generation because I never remember Bob Orton Senior. Feel bad. I feel bad saying it, but I, I did. You guys talk about Cowboy Cowboy Bob? Not as much as I would have liked at the very beginning. We talked about like his his origins as a kid and him, you know, his obsession. He says he got obsessed. He said it's unrelated to him having the name Viper, but he got obsessed with snakes because of Jake the Snake's python and seeing it all the time. And then in high school, he got an eleven foot snake himself. People oh, had snakes growing up. I mean, you were like, "What the?" You walk when I walked into a, a kid's house growing up, and they had a snake in the house. I would go. I, I would look to the mother and say, what What's the going hell on? is this? Yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent. The the snakes, snakes among kids, anyone who had a reptile, like, listen, if you had a ferret or a hamster or even a guinea pig, not my choice. I, I wouldn't, I don't want to have the little gross wood chips in the, in the guinea pig cage. Oh yeah. There's wood chips all yeah. over the place in the house. The whole house is full of wood chips. Yeah, I have no interest in that. Um, still a normal but, kid's pet, though. But still much more normal than a snake. I mean, there's no top on the on the glass thing. Ugh. Ugh. Ooh, ooh, terrible. Well, God forbid. I'm not scared of snakes. I like snakes. I don't have a snake problem. I'm just really? saying I don't I don't need one in my house. You have an alligator. A... You have an alligator problem. You do not have a snake problem. No, I have yeah. I mean, but look, <laughs> I see an I see an I see a snake in person once every five to ten years. I'm good for the rest of my life. I don't need any in close encounters with the snake. I was never the guy at the at the at the uh, the petting zoo who put the snake around his neck. No, 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 no. Yeah, people um, people can't wait to do it. They can't. They can't immediately. They the take best, the snake. They put one it around. One of the him. best all time stories. And we want to apologize. Dip was having a bit of a technical problem, so we took it. We changed his microphone to make it sound a little cleaner. Uh, so apologies. But my, one of my favorite weird animal stories. I don't. Do you remember this dip? I think it was early in the days when I was visiting you. I are going out on trips to see you. I think, but maybe pre staying with you, or maybe I I I did this first. I became friends with this dude. Okay, his name was Filthy. He's a great guy, and I don't recall a Filthy in the circle. And I, what, what do you say? What do we call him? <laughs> I don't recall. He a doesn't filthy. recall. I don't you, don't recall filthy. A filthy. you don't recall filthy. So, I so know. I haven't known filthy. It, it was a period of my life where I have to look back on several things that I was doing, and just just to say, I was still loose. I was just not. In many ways, I thought I was living an adult life, and I was lost. Not that he was a bad guy. He wasn't. But still, like I was making friends with people too loosely and showing up to their house. I went to his house after landing in, at LAX. He lived like five minutes from the airport. So I went by, went to his house and he rolled up some of uh, the L.A. Boubange and uh-huh. we were and we were partaking and he had a big he had a huge bird in his house. His oh. bird was gargantuan. Oh, that's another what, thing. what kind of bird was it? Do you bird, remember? bird people is another kind of thing. I, I, it was some sort of parrot. You know, it was a big bird. OK, it wasn't big bird. That would be crazy. I'd pop, I'd pop big for Big Bird. If but, you if you walked into Filthy's house and Big Bird was sitting there. <laughs> By the way, can you imagine the podcast Filthy and Big Bird would have? So <laughs> I, 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 by the way, Dip. First of all, two things have come out of the show so far. One, Dip's going to write a movie one day called Close Encounters with a Snake, and then also the Filthy and Big Bird podcast would be a hit. Can I just say something? <laughs> 
You were taking secret trips without me when you're in LA to a, a man's house named Filthy and talking to his bird. It wasn't yeah. secret. If I knew you, I never I knew about it. If I knew you, but maybe I didn't know you yet. But if I knew you, I would have said, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna stop by and see this guy." Uh, maybe it was before I knew you, though. Uh, but I, I, either way, for whatever reason, I had time to kill. That's why it probably was when I first was getting to know you, and you were probably like, "Hey, I'm working until X time. We'll meet up after that." Whereas now, I'd be like, "I'm showing up to your house." It was probably early on in knowing you. That's my guess. Mm. So, Filthy's like, "Oh, you want, you want to touch see the bird?" I, I'm no. I don't, you know, I'm not in a great space to make any decisions before I know it. The birds on my shoulder, <laughs> it, it's, it's talons are locked into my shoulder. I'm on another planet mentally at this time. Okay. I am Did starting to Frankie freak, Birdman dance. I am starting. <laughs> I am starting to freak out. I'm starting to freak out in general. Why am I at this guy's house? Where am I? Why is this bird on me? And I'm like, hey, dude, can you take the bird off? I'm I, I can't. He goes, oh, I, I can't. I can't remove him. I can't. I what? can't. take. No. If I try to do it, he'll hurt you. He needs to just get off on his own. So I was like, wait, wait, I have to wait for the bird to be done standing on me. He's oh, like, yeah, just my. he's like, yeah, just hold tight. And, and now I'm thinking I'm like this bird's gargantuan yeah, hostage. How, what, what kind of bird are we talking about here? Was it, It's not, not clearly not a parakeet. It's not a parakeet. Confirmed. It's like a. It was like a toucan was or something. Parrot? Like a giant. It was like a parrot plus. Parrot plus. <laughs> it was a parrot plus. Wait, hold on. Hold on. What the hell is a parrot plus? A toucan? Was it a toucan? I don't think. <laughs> no, because it wasn't cute. Did it have the long nose thing? Oh, it had a nose that could have beaked me to death. He could have been pecking and pecking. <laughs> and I, I just had to stand there out of my gourd and wait for I had to like I lean in. He was like, all right, just lean towards me and he'll probably jump off. Lean. So I'm leaning into filthy <laughs> as the birds try to jump off the shoulder. I'm leaning. Please jump off of me, bird. It was oh, the whole thing sounds filthy. <laughs> it, it was it was terrifying. Could you all imagine right, if uh, the bird uh, took a shit on you? No, no, there was no the bird. The bird did not shoot him. Here's here's my final stance on people with birds. Let the bird go, okay? I don't put it in the bird be free. Yeah, go, don't, put, yeah, don't cage the, a bird. No, stop caging birds. Put the bird outside. Let it go wherever it needs to go. I okay. I brought Rocky. Send, send it with a a sandwich bag. You know, here's a sandwich for the road. I brought <laughs> a bird sandwich. I brought <laughs> Rocky. To, I brought Rocky to work today because Natalie is in Thailand and I have Rocky with me. The big deal that this was, uh, Ebro could not get over a dog being at work. Uh, Shawnee's go, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe a dog's here. Ebro's like, I feel weird about people bringing their pets anywhere. It's, it's like bringing a snake somewhere. I said, it's nothing. Has, the, has Bear never been to hot? No, no, Bear's never been to hot. But I, I said, furthermore, okay. in what world are you comparing bringing a snake to bringing a dog? That that doesn't make any sense. And then and then Corday, who just dropped an awesome album, by the way. Corday sees me with Rocky and he's like, yo, man, you must really love your girl to walk around with that dog. I was like, hey, <laughs> so you know what? You got to go. That's a shot. <laughs> oh, he, he was like, he was like, he was like, I don't know, man. That's a suspect dog to walk around with. I, 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 I want I wanted to say, listen, first of all, I could sh take a look at Rocky. OK, trust me. Nothing suspect about this dog. There are grown men who are jealous of Rocky. OK, the man is the dog is all man. <laughs> 
Don't you worry about it. It's a beautiful animal. And if anyone disrespects that dog, you're going to have to deal with me. <laughs> How did we get here? No idea. Um, what was, the last about Filthy? What was before Filthy? Filthy signed Randy to AEW. Randy Orton got us here. He's all Filthy's all elite. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, SGG, what was the last news story you did? Cody without a contract. Oh, Cody without a contract. Okay, so what's next? Let's let's move forward. <laughs> oh, Randy so Orton loved, about- loved the snakes. Yes, yeah, but I don't know how yeah. we got there even, but okay. <laughs> While we're on AEW, uh, it was broken that Mox is returning tonight. Uh, he'll be back on Dynamite. The last we spoke about him here, he went away to do a, a stint in rehab. And um, I'm glad to have him back, honestly. How could we not be? I'm disappointed, of course, that they announced it. Me and Shoemaker had a mild disagreement on our group chat because Shoemaker, I complained. I said, well, they obviously learned from WWE about spoiling returns. And he said, he basically was like, I don't think you can really do a work when it's coming back from rehab. To which I said, of course you can. It's professional wrestling. You can surprise people at any time. He doesn't have to not acknowledge it. He doesn't have to not say something serious to us. Say, of course, he's, by the way, he's going to thank them for his support, for their support. He's going to have a warm and fuzzy moment with the crowd. But why not do it? I get it. You're trying to pop a rating. Everyone's always trying to pop a rating. How about popping the actual viewer with joy? That when the show started, the, the right at the top of the show, Mox's music hits and he comes out. That would have been cool. I mean, it's just like, how many more viewers are you getting? If you're an AEW fan, you're watching Dynamite on Wednesday night. You're not going, oh, Mox is back? Now I'll watch. So you would have popped the crowd. Why not pop the crowd? I yeah. want to know what the thinking actually is. I know it's easy to talk about this, but I want to know, like, what? who made the decision? You know, I'm like, I want to be in the room where it happens. You know what well, I'm it saying? It has to be the networks, right? Where they're like, listen, your fans are going to watch regardless, but we need something to advertise. Yeah, I think SCG that I understand. Something. Okay, okay. All right, maybe you're I think probably, right. probably right. Um, um, but I still, I listen. And when and when Shoemaker said, "I don't think you can really, you know, make it a work around around rehab," I said, "Shoemaker, within six months, MJF's going to be ragging him for his stint in rehab." Like this Probably, is yeah. this is going to come up. They're not going to avoid it. They made it public. It never had to be public. This didn't have yeah. to be public. Everyone chose to. And I, I support Mox. I think it's great that he made it public. He dropped his book. He he went into rehab. We all know him and Renee moved to Cincinnati. Like all of this is out there. It's all very, very public. So I don't see the need to hide it. But anyways, welcome back to Mox. Very excited about that. Did they what move there think? permanently or are they just moved there during this time? I think they moved. No, no, I think that's it. They, I think they moved there. Oh. I didn't realize that. Believe they did. What do you think the his first feud is going to be? What do you think the big return feud is going to be? I, mm. I think it's going to be him chasing the title. Maybe I think Lance Archer will do a couple of weeks with with Kenny with um with Hangman, and then they'll <laughs> they'll maybe move into a Mox Hangman thing. Maybe maybe Mox is they'll keep him baby for a couple of weeks and then turn him right away. I don't know. That would that I'm fantasy booking at this point, but that would be cool. Well, this could be Moxley MJF. So, after CM Punk. So Brian's done with Hangman? Yeah. I would assume so. It could be Brian. The draw and the loss. Now, by the way, Brian's the best, dude. The best. He's, he's the biggest. He may be the biggest star in the company. And he's like, cool. Draw and loss? No problem. I'm good with that. I'll move on to maybe, the next. Maybe. Maybe. I think he is. I, 
No, it's like, maybe. It's definitely maybe. You can't act like there's no conversation for CM Punk. Well, CM Punk's not doing the rest of the work. Like CM Punk gets is, is I'm basically saying biggest star. I'm not you're you're, you're including. Okay, you, no, you're right. No, you're right. Biggest you're star. Right. They're all. It's them too. You're right. They're, they're, the, they're the two battling, right? It could. Yeah, be, I would have to say so. It could be Moxley Frank the Clown. That that would be big. That would be big. <laughs> that would be Would Frank would Frank be willing to do that? I think probably he would. Yeah, yeah. If they could get him. Uh, SGG, what else is going on? The last news story um, was a name change that caught some oh, people's sure. attention. Heard about this. Yeah. So early yesterday, the news broke that WWE tried to trademark a name. I believe it was Gunther Stark. Mm-hmm. And someone, first of all, kudos to the person who even realized that they tried to trademark it. But then that same person must have also Googled the name and realized that this was the name of a Nazi, a World War II era Nazi. I don't know if he was a general. He, I never heard the name, so I'm going to assume he's low level. I'm a bit of a history buff. <laughs> but this was the name of a Nazi. And it raised some some red flags about why WWE was trying to trademark this name. I'm assuming, I'm assuming they just didn't do their due diligence, thought of a cool name, tried to trademark it. And then of course it became, who's this going to be for? And it turns out at the end of NXT 2.0 that Walter is now going by Gunther. Presumably uh, it would have been Gunther Stark. But there's a, a <laughs> lot there's a there's a lot here there's for some a, yeah. well let's start yeah. with let's start with let's start with Dipperstein. The man's <laughs> watching every documentary. It's a thing that Jewish people often have. We have like this sick because we have this fear of Nazis, it almost can turn into like a, a sick curiosity about it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wanting to understand it. So Dip, we know you've watched every Nazi doc that pops up on your TV. Had you ever heard of Gunther Stark. I have not. I have I, not heard of the, this this figure in history. Neither. I do watch a lot of World War II docs. I'm obsessed with World War II. I always have been. <clears throat> it comes from like a, a, a fear. Exactly. It's exactly right. By the way, but it, is, it was turned into curiosity. A fear turned into curiosity is exactly yep. accurate. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, um, I'm Jewish. I, I've done this before. Yep. And um, I have seen a many world war ii documentaries and have never heard of this particular person not to say he you know wasn't a significant figure in history i just don't i don't i've never heard of this person i, I think know. the bigger story is i mean i'm gonna go so far as to say that he yeah. wasn't a significant he, he wasn't it yeah. wasn't super significant because i didn't yeah. talk to any jewish people yet who know who he is so he's not super significant that doesn't mean he wasn't a terrible guy but he's still, still terrible. clearly a terrible guy clearly a terrible guy but so sorry Dip. we'll get to what you're about to say um there's several things here I guess the most important in terms of wrestling terms we'll get to, which is just changing Walter's name, which is a conversation we need to have. But I will just briefly say that yesterday I was inundated by attacks by a nameless quote unquote wrestling journalist who has aimed attacks at me before trying to force me to comment on the name change that, that had been reported on the dirts, if you will, yesterday. And I'm guessing this was because last week when Dave Meltzer made an asinine statement about Elimination Chamber, Saudi Arabia, and comparing it to Auschwitz, 
I later set, made a joke on Twitter where I did not talk about what Meltzer said, but I said, as part as the captain of the Jewish wrestling delegation, I would like to trade Dave Meltzer for a Killer Bees poster and something else. <laughs> Which and is I'm asking a lot, by the way. I I, th- I think so. I actually have a Killer Bees poster. with a Killer Bees poster? I know I have a Killer Bees poster in my closet. I would not trade it for Dave Meltzer. Now, I I made that comment because I openly don't like Dave Meltzer. I've been very clear about that. I don't respect what he does. I'm not saying he's not knowledgeable or have an incredible history of wrestling or any of those things. I'm saying I have seen him purport too many lies and and further things that I know were untrue because they were about me. So that I'm admitting my bias. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. So all I was saying was making a joke. It wasn't because I was saying I was wildly offended by his comparison he made. He's Jewish. If he wants to make an inappropriate reference, I'm not saying I think it was a smart one to make, but I I wasn't trying to cancel the man or anything. I was simply saying not a fan of the guy. So because of this, it was then flipped onto me this week that I now had to comment. I was being literally being bullied, attacked. By crazy people on Twitter saying, what are you going to say about the name Gunther Stark Rosenberg? What are you going to say as a Jew? It's a Shonda. (laughs) It was like it was like Curb Your Enthusiasm on on nerdy wrestling Twitter. And I, I guess my thought was once everyone once I start having some maniac attacking me. And trying to bully me publicly, I am not going to then respond to it because SGG, what would I have gained by then trying to jump into the comments of that and reply? Nothing. Listen, do me a favor. As as a very smart Jewish friend said to me yesterday when I tried to explain this to him, and he's not into wrestling at all, and he was sitting there listening to him like, all right. He was like, uh, listen, if you see an SS character get trotted out on television, then we can have a conversation about what's appropriate and what's not. A perspective name that you see copyrighted, I have to give comment on because I'm Jewish? What kind of BS is that? So the right thing to do is to is to try to publicly bully a Jewish person into the into what you want to be disparaging a place where they work. If I'm not willing to disparage a place where I work, then I can't say anything worthwhile. Yeah. And meanwhile, is- meanwhile, what are these people on Twitter risking when they give their comments? Have they ever risked anything for being honest? Has any have any of these people ever risked a job or money to be critical of a company they work with? Because guess what? I'm critical every week on this show. Eh, I'm critical true. on ESPN of things ESPN does. And meanwhile, all these people do is complain and complain and complain. They don't risk anything when they complain to their 100 followers. But anyways, here we are. And His name is Gunther. <laughs> just, just, to, just to put it in perspective, too, I mean... There's a David Duke Jr. on on the Nets right now. He's not named after a Grand Wizard. His parents didn't say. They probably weren't even thinking about that when they chose the name, which is similar to WWE in this situation. They probably weren't thinking about who else has this name and what terrible ties when they chose a name. They were just thinking of a name. But now, I think they should have kept it Walter. I know. That's, my that's, thing is, why is it just not Walter? But they act like his name dip was was they his new character is Goebbels Hitler the second like that's not what they did <laughs> it was a name no one knows yeah. um but why why change the name from Walter though that that's that to me is the biggest question I I it's this name change thing they have what is how is Gunther better than Walter Walter's it's a weird name but he's now completely established as the most dominant force in NXT. 
Like I don't really or, or it's, 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 Breaker, but the way he the, the way that he said it on TV was you know like in a very heavy accent like Gunter. So now it's well, going to be his accent. It's not a put on accent, you know. It is. I know that, but I'm just saying, you know, now like Walter, it was just so I don't know. Walter was just such a great name for a wrestler, in my opinion, and he just seems like a Walter now. I think, you know, I think for them though, it's it was business, right? Like people come up to the main roster, and then can we I, I monetize? Just, I'll this? never understand. Can it. we can we share the trademark? Can we, you know? Because how they let AJ Styles keep his name, but is it? It's a stage name. They could share the trademark with that. Same thing with CM Punk, but Daniel Bryan had to change it. Adam Cole, I'm I, sure, probably would have been able to keep his name. Keith Lee, I they had to know. throw a Bearcat on it. Right. I want to know the reasoning for changing Walter's name. I, I I would like to know who thought of it, why it was okayed, and why they chose to do it. Well, I'm telling you, so they could make money off of it. It has to be 100% so they can make money off of it. So they could trademark it and they could put on action figures and on t-shirts and this and that. And then when he leaves, and then when he leaves, he can't say, I'm Walter. Well, was he Walter Walter prior to WWE? Yeah. Okay. It's his birth name. It's his birth name. So like he was using it the whole time. I got to tell you, that is probably, that is probably the answer. Um, Okay. That's fair. I'm not saying it's ideal. Um, why, you know, as far as the name being Gunther or Gunther or, you know, however it's going to be uh, pronounced by everyone outside of Walter, uh, we'll see. And obviously if that character ends up leading to some sort of inappropriate thing playing on that name, well, then we'll have a conversation about people who are part of a fortune 500 company have lost their minds. That would mean someone has <laughs> yeah. lost their, yeah. they're a publicly traded company. Okay. That was not, that has not ever mentioned their association with the former president of the United States. Who's in their hall of fame. Never mentioned him. You think now they're just going to go completely rogue. They've no. lost. It. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by eBay motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You were right. That was a hefty outside the ring portion of the program. Ring, ring the bell. We can talk about Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. 
I think Dip said he watched NXT 2.0. Oh, yeah. Dip. So uh, uh, F the C, uh, Frank the Clown, made me watch NXT 2.0 last night. Um, I guess he's been watching it and enjoying it or whatever. So we um, we watched it. The, immediately, the first thing that that uh, that I see is L.A. Knight uh, trying to emulate Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, if you don't see it, you're out of your mind. He is clearly trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's so obvious and insane. <laughs> oh, like it's really it's it's blatant. Yeah, yeah I think it's blatant. F the C, you think it's blatant? Is it blatant that he's trying to be Stone Cold? He thinks it's a mix of Stone Cold and The Rock. I see that a little bit, but it's definitely Austin, the way he's even swinging his head and walking. I mean, you have to see I haven't heard this comparison. He's been standing in the mirror pretending to be Stone Cold a thousand percent. Okay? (laughs) You got to go check it out if you haven't seen it. Um... You know, the other thing I'll mention is like, it's so, it, the, the lights are so bright in the arena for 2.0. It's like fluorescent white lights that it highlights every like nuance and like setup and every spot and every, like, you know what I mean? And botches, like it just, it's very obvious when there's something going on. There's like nowhere to cut away. The crowd is so small that like, there's nowhere to cut away in a singles match or, or whatever, even a tag team match. There's nowhere, nowhere else to put the camera. So you kind of see everything. So okay. I thought it, it's, it sort of suffers from that too. But what I will say is I respect their attempt to create characters on there. They are, you know, everyone seems to have, there's a few people with occupations. There's a gang, there's a mobster. Alleged, there's alleged a, mobster. Alleged, alleged mobster. <laughs> um, you love occupations. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like when people have it. A wrestler needs to have a job, yeah, in my opinion, absolutely. as I've said many times. And 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 uh, on NXT, they back have, on. You gotta yeah, have God forbid wrestling doesn't work out the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Tony so, D'Angelo can go back to you know giving fishes bunkmates. That's right. That's right. There was a, there's a couple of rednecks, a couple of uh, on there. You know, like that, like that kind of that gimmick. Um, Is that their gimmick though? Just being a redneck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some others, but some amateur wrestlers, some, some Matt wrestlers, there's a couple of Creed brothers, the Creed brothers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then you have the new, the, you know, what's his name? The million dollar man, uh, off, off spring. Oh, Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes, who's uh, cleaned up now <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, wears a suit and looks just much, much better. Not that and grimy. He looks, uh, no, he doesn't look so grimy. And, uh, he's clearly a, like a Southern white collar criminal. That's what his kind of. That's what his vibe is. Is that right, SGG? No, his his money's legit. He he made it investing in crypto, so he's got. Oh, he did. He made it investing yeah. in crypto. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. I my apologies. So everyone seems to have a hobby or an occupation, and I totally respect that. So, <laughs> uh, Braun Breaker is clearly a mix, exactly a, a perfect mix between Scott and Rick Steiner. He it's is. It's almost. It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> he, he sounds. He, does. he sounds like Scott so much. And they have Tommaso Ciampa was not on TV this week, which makes me think uh, we are one week away from uh, number thirty being Tommaso Ciampa in the Royal Rumble. That's my that's my guess. Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa worked on main event, I believe, last week. All right, so they they've been doing some main roster stuff. I'm I'm sensing Tommaso Ciampa's number thirty gets called up uh, next Saturday night. Why why thirty? Why do you think he'd show up at thirty? I don't know. Just maybe not thirty. Just. 
maybe one. So that's, that's thirty. Although, by the way, thirty is sometimes such a letdown. Let yeah. yeah, I loved when Mister Perfect was number thirty in nineteen ninety. That was Midge. Yeah, you don't say really. You enjoy that? Yeah, it is. <laughs> he's he's watching it right now. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't. No, I'm I'm watching uh, JYD versus uh, Rude from SummerSlam nineteen eighty eight. It's a, on a prime time. What a great match! God, this is really Rude in his prime, and I love JYD. What a he's a pure entertainment. Um, I would say like the '90s Rude was. I, I preferred him to to WWF Rude, like the '90s WCW Rude with the with the short no. hair. The long, the long hair that was pulled back a little bit when Rude, like, oh my god, like he's his the, WCW stuff, man. I loved it, yo. Like, I really did. Me too. I loved it all. I loved it all. Our right, '89 number thirty was DiBiase. Yep. Ninety was he, he, he bought he bought number thirty. In right, right. 90 was Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 91 was Tugboat. Okay. 92, Warlord. <laughs> yeah. I'm familiar. This is when it really starts to matter now because this is when you get, if you win, you go to the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. 93, Randy Savage. Mm, I'm familiar with him as well. 94, Adam Bomb. No, he's a great guy. 95 Crush. Mage. I thought Crush was going to be the um, one in 95. I'm not, not going to lie. Which Crush was this? This was purple purple and black Crush and silver. Purple, black, and silver Crush. Heel Crush. Yeah. This wasn't Kona Crush. Kona Crush was 93, 94. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Let's see. I'm trying to find an, another interesting one. Like recent in recent years, 2017 was Roman Reigns. I remember when Rey Mysterio was number 30 and the fans revolted because we thought for sure that would be Daniel Bryan. What is that? They like, booed Rey. 2014, yep. 2014. They booed, they booed Rey. How do you boo Rey Mysterio? It wasn't his it was it wasn't booing Rey though. Yeah, you know I mean it's, they it's were talking about this. Talk, talking about this last night too. What, what are they going to do with Dominic? What, what's going to be the Dominic? What does the next three years have if, for Dominic Mysterio? If I really, I, I hate to be this guy, but if Ray and Dominic, I know not every time people have to break up, but I don't see where the interesting story is for Dominic without feuding with Ray. They've done a couple interesting stories with with them, I, and, I, and I don't dislike them. I love Ray. Yeah, I, I, you know Dominic. He's so different than everybody else that it's like, okay, well, maybe there's some, there could be something here. He's got to dump Ray and become a maniac. Yeah. I agreed. And, and by the way, the agreed. Rumble's the perfect way. Guys, don't reinvent the wheel. Get to the Royal Rumble. You have a cool moment where Ray and Dominic, they work together for a while. And then all of a sudden, Dominic throws out Ray and looks at him like, what? Every man for themselves. I think I need that. I think or we need maybe- could it be the other way around even? I don't think so, just because they teased that on Monday. Dom's not going to get got by Ray twice. They teased it on Monday? Yeah, after the uh, after the I missed that. eight-man tag, Ray and Dominic threw out the Street Profits. Then while they were gloating, Ray threw out Dominic. He, they did? I missed that. I missed it. Yeah. I must have blinked. <laughs> I saw their interview. I didn't even notice that there was a tease for that, though. I didn't see it either. Yeah, because it happened but after not, the after the eight man tag. Who do, who's going to be final four in this rumble? 
Who's final four in this rumble? Who's winning this rumble now? We're a week away. Who is winning the Royal Rumble? I'm holding steadfast that Big E is going to win the Royal Rumble. I am going to second that. And I think and the most interesting final four would be... We don't even know who's in it yet. We only have like 11 people they've already only named. Maybe 12. I, it, I'll say Big E, KL, a surprise, and maybe... Maybe Montez. Oh, okay. Hold on, Somebody. hold on. <laughs> I got to read what what uh, Andrew Andrew Goldstein just sent us a fake article. Hold on. To, let me just read it. Don't look. Tommaso Ciampa makes main roster debut as Crazy Luigi Pepperoni. <laughs> After years of stellar performances in NXT, 36-year-old ring vet Tommaso Ciampa has finally earned a spot on WWE's main roster with a hot new persona, Crazy Luigi Pepperoni. After the camera stopped rolling this week at Raw, Ciampa sneak attacked Seth Rollins with a reverse pump handle inverted spine buster he calls the Mamma Mia. Dressed in a... Sp- <laughs> Dressed in a sauce-splattered white apron and tall chef's hat, Ciampa then grabbed the microphone and declared, my name is Luigi Pepperoni, and I'm one a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, my God. Fans at ringside said Ciampa uttered the word. As he uttered the words, there was a haunting vacancy in his eyes and a single tear rolled down his cheek. Luigi Pepperoni is expected to feud with fellow NXT call-ups Pete Dunne, repackaged as Sir Peter Fizzlebottoms III, and Kushida. Renamed Super Mega Ninja Dragon. Oh my God! These are people's nightmares. This will not come true. But so, but I wonder if even that joke article exists, Dip, because people are really starting to feel that it's Champa's time. Yeah, Champa Champa's got to go up during the Rumble. Yeah, he has I, to. I would almost say it's a guarantee. You'd almost say it's a guarantee. Yeah. Say it then. You yeah. can't. You can't say almost a guarantee. You have it's to. It's a guarantee that Tommaso Champa will be in the Royal <laughs> Rumble. True. Um. And if and if not, you will leave town forever. I'm not leaving Dipper Lago. It's Mage. <laughs> have to make it. You have to make a guarantee. You will. You will never. If 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 Champa does not debut at the Royal Rumble, re-debut at the Royal Rumble. Right. You will never, ever drink a Lacroix again. Or how oh. about I have to eat regular whole milk in my coffee. And see what the consequences are. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I might well drink a bottle of Windex. You negotiated against yourself and made it worse. Yeah, it's getting um, really bad. Um. All right. So, who are we thinking for the the true end of this? The the final four. Well, who do we have in it so far? Who, who's in the room? Oh, oh, oh! When you oh you said Montez Ford. A thought crossed yes. my mind last night. Go ahead. The biggest pop on earth would be Montez Ford winning this Rumble. It would be, I would love it. If Montez Ford won the Royal Rumble, which is not going to happen, unfortunately, he threw at Angelo Dawkins. Maybe we, maybe a heel Montez Ford wins the Royal Rumble. He is so good. Did you see the height he got this week on Raw? Oh, I mean, on yeah, that, yeah, on that I mean, the guy is so mage. He has the best frog splash, the, I think, ever. He is the best wrestler in WWE. What? <laughs> I'm going to say right now, you just he's did. the most entertaining in-ring wrestler in WWE. Here's who we have. Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Johnny Knoxville, Sheamus, Damian oh. Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, 
Kevin Owens. I think Austin Theory makes it till the end or something. Or I, he gets thrown out right away. Either or. I, I, I think Austin Theory makes a run. Yeah. I think he makes a run. Yeah. I, I Man, think I hope they do something Big good. E, Big E makes a run. Big E, Austin Theory. Um, I could see, KO or Sammy, I could see being there at the end. Sammy's not going to be there at the end because Johnny Knoxville's going to. That, oh, that, 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 thing is, that thing is not done. Right, right. right. Yeah. So Johnny Knox is going to cost him. Drew Carey, maybe? No, it'll be big. <laughs> um, I think Champa, I think we get get a good Champa run. I'd love to see Montez Ford have a run. I think, like, like it's like time for Montez Ford. Now's the moment. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I don't. And it's tough for me, though, because I feel like, A, that the you're right. The Street Profits are great, but they, this is it for them. It's done. It, they, they, they hit the ceiling. The well, here's profits. the thing, though, right? They, the, ceiling, had the, if, the ceiling is just tag team championships. They could hit that ceiling a few more times, right? Because the Usos have done it a bunch. They did the it already. They've been doing it for 10 years. So the Street Profits, if they want, they can stay together forever. Um, but also, Montez is just so mage that I, I do want to see him with the United States Championship, you know, Intercontinental Championship, Universal, WWE Championship, whatever. You know, that singles run is right there, that I, and I do want to see it. Yeah, I mean, that, and that, that's why that's why I, I think it's, that's why I think Dip's point is is well said that he's that, that they have they have kind of reached the ceiling because, yeah, you, you could do it forever. But when you get the sense that someone is a breakout star. And by the way, I do think Angelo's underrated. I do I think do Angelo, the way that we hype the way that we hype Montez, I think really met, lets us sleep on Angelo, the wrestler, and the mic. I think he's pretty damn good on both. He's great. Like he's, he's really great. solid. And by the way, they could have a great story against each other one day. They really could. That's, I think that's maybe first. What happens yeah, and, first, and, and, which would and, be great. I'd love it. And it could be great for both of them. I mean, that's the thing people have to remember. Like when everyone gets like emotional about like not wanting people to break up. You have to remember the benefit of it is so high because it creates such interest in both characters. Yep. And they get to be on TV. That's the main thing. They both get to be on TV and you're invested immediately in the story. Yep. That's why it's a tried and true. We all know Randy and Riddle are breaking up at some point. That's we all, of course, you know, that's what the setup is, but it's even more impactful for a situation like the Street Profits, when they're a built-in tag team, so the idea of them breaking up now you're talking some Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've remembered that for thirty years. Yep. Yeah, even anyway. like the Shield breakup, they're still eating on the Shield breakup. God, can you believe that was ten years ago? Think about no, that. I, that. That is would, wild. That, that would that would be like in 1990, Hulk Hogan winning the Royal Rumble. Imagine that. You know, in, in in Warrior Hogan, imagine that image. And then now imagine Hogan in WCW in 2000. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. Or That's that, how far away we are from the shield. I mean, or that that 90, that 90 rumble that you love so much, 10 years prior to that, it was like cigarettes being smoked in Madison Square Garden as Bruno, Bruno San Martino and Ivan Putski had a match. I, it's insane. <laughs> But now, time has slowed. 
things don't look that much different than they did in 2012. The presentation is the same. It's not that Raw different. Raw looks no. No, it doesn't it doesn't I'm be... sorry, and I, we're adults now and 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 it, of course it's it might look different to a to a 12-year-old or you know a 15-year-old who watched it when they were 5 and now is 15. That might be that it might feel different, but to me the feeling of it doesn't even come close to nostalgia when you're talking about the shield from 10 years ago and, and, and Seth hitting him with the chair. It, I mean, it feels like yesterday. Yeah. What has happened since then? Not enough. I mean, things have happened, but not enough has happened. Roman reigns happened. That's what happened. Roman reigns is the biggest thing. That's what happened. Roman reigns happened. Seth is right there, though. Seth really is right there. I don't know. Right I don't know there, why he, I don't know why he feels a notch under Roman, because he should be. He should be every bit as big the star as Roman is. I couldn't agree more. And the real story is that Seth will never be Roman, and it'll never happen, ever. They're ten years into their career. Seth has had the title. He had his WrestleMania moment. In, in Dallas last time, there was uh, I don't know where that was that Dallas maybe might have been Dallas. Yeah, I think so. And no, when he, and, he um, when he cashed the money in the bank. Yeah, yeah it was in Dallas. No, that wasn't that was in Dallas. That was um, San Jose, Santa, Mo- Santa Monica. Where, where were they? San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Um, it will. He will always be Roman Jace Is the truth, and in in my opinion, Seth Rollins I like more than Roman Reigns personally as a fan, but at the end of the day. He will never overtake Roman unless, God forbid, there's an injury or something. But Seth will always be second to Roman Reigns, and that's a fact. I mean, yeah, it, it certainly appears that that's already been set as the way things are. Um, I think that that's, you know, not a knock on Seth. Good. They've been now wrestling 13, 15 years, these guys. Think about that. Think about well, how long yeah, the Honky Tonk Man's run was. Well, 800, 800 what, 40 days or something like that? I'm just saying, like these guys, th- these runs are just unbelievable. You got to give them credit. These runs are are decades long now. Well, but yeah, they're also not doing it in the same way at all. You know, it's not nearly as hard on them as it was back in the day. I'm not saying it's easy. I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. You miss your family. You're traveling a ton. It stinks. But the the days of 300 plus nights a year are, are pretty much a distant memory. And listen, like yeah. the days of doing that. And also doing a ton of drugs and drinking a lot is, which also cuts cuts your body and like your career down. <laughs> it's just different. Um. All right, guys. You know what we have to do now? I can't believe we're already gonna be previewing the Rumble next week. It's, it's crazy. And you just said how time flies, but in the meantime. The Black Power Rankings. SGG, who you got? The almighty Bobby Lashley. Um, that match with Seth. I won't call it quite a banger, but I really did enjoy that match. And I think I would I would love to see them have a full-on feud after the way this match um this match turned out. And, and on the anti-black power rank is you got the former hurt business. How are you gonna attack Bobby Lashley? I have the I know I have though that's who I have. 
purposely. That's who you have. Right, yeah. Shelton and Cedric are, are making their presence felt. And now, granted, it didn't work out fine. Didn't It didn't fine. I admit it didn't work out perfectly. It didn't work out. Not, it didn't work out perfectly for them. However, however, they're making their presence felt every week. And I do wonder now, is this as simple as them being angry at Bobby Lashley? Or could there be some sort of Shelton, Brock Lesnar allegiance that we're not even thinking about? So think- I'll give it up. To the hurt business, who you're hating on badly. <laughs> yeah, and Dip, what about you? I got to give it to Montez. I mean, I'm I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Montez Ford. Honestly, who isn't obsessed with Montez? I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm well, obsessed. I know. I think we all had the same thought this week when they were declared when they declared for the Royal Rumble. I think everyone had the same thought of like, "Ooh, Montez in the Rumble." Montez mm-hmm. Ford is is in, is, a, is a giant star. Every if they didn't if that um if they don't give him a run in the rumble, it's a big opportunity missed. I know, but they, they won't. They do they start with him and then have him be like number one and go deep? Maybe him every year there's an Iron Man, there's somebody who does like 40, 50 minutes. I could, I, I could see I could see Montez as an Iron Man. This could be. This is going to be the spottiest Royal Rumble of all time. Is my prediction. It's going to be <laughs> spotty and moments and That's all people remember now, though. They don't really remember I, the matches. I think there's going to be blippity bloppity bloop a thousand percent in this Royal. <laughs> you're, you're predicting a lot of blippity bloppity bloop. Yeah, it's going to be a, a full of blippity bloppity bloop. So, what are your, what are your for thoughts? You guys. Oh, yeah, you're 100% right. There's not even, I don't even think that's up for debate. Now, what, what match do you think actually closes the pay-per-view? I think the men's rumble. I, lo- I think the, I, I would love to see the women's rumble close it and Lita win. God, if Lita won and was in the main event against Becky, it'd be Mage. I want to see Lita versus Becky in the main event at WrestleMania. Is that too be, much to ask? It would be something. It's something. I want something. I need something. I don't know. Did the, do we know if Lita has a full main event level match at WrestleMania in her? They'll do it. They'll figure it out. They will figure it out. I don't know if she has it in her, but they would figure it out. They would. Lita I would love is to see Bianca versus 40, Lita versus Becky. Huh? Lita's 46. Lita versus Bianca versus Becky. Listen, having her there would make things. I I think we all agree that it it would make things interesting to have a surprise winner. Because what's the yeah. point of having these returns every year if no one can ever squeeze out a win? Tommaso Ciampa wins the men's Royal Rumble. Lita wins the women's. I'll talk to you. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> if that, Montez, one of those Ford, things is- Montez Ford's been hiding under the ring. Throws out Tommaso Ciampa. He wins the Royal Rumble. That would be something. <laughs> that's going to happen. That's that's a thousand percent happen. Yeah, Montez hiding under the ring and tossing out Champa. The final th- the final three. No, no. What happens is dip. You think at the end it's Angelo Dawkins and Champa, and then Montez comes up and they look at each other and he tosses out he tosses out Angelo, and then, <laughs> and then Dominic like, Mysterio is hiding even deeper under the ring. Yep. And Montez <laughs> didn't see him, and he comes out. He throws everybody out. Dominic Mysterio, biggest. Steel Mysterio, right there. 
and look, you guys are joking, but li- listen, this is the year to do something crazy like oh that, right? God. Because they're going to have with a mage idea. I'm they're going to have those blockbuster matches. I they just have came up with a mage idea. I'm sorry to interrupt you both. It's your show. I'm, you can interrupt this whenever you want. I'm thinking for Dominic Mysterio. We don't know how much he can talk, and our guess is he can't talk much yet, right? Right. We know that his his character is not developed yet. We know that. If he were to turn heel on Rey Mysterio, and then you see, I don't know how they introduce it, he he comes out and either introduces the world to his new manager, or it's more likely it's just a backstage shot, and you see him sitting there listening, and he's like, "Absolutely, I'll do whatever you say." You know, you're the one who knows how to handle this, and I, you know, it's important that I beat my dad, and blah blah blah. My dad's never done me right, and you know, no one knows better than you. Blah blah blah. Camera pans over, in full gimmick with cowboy hat. It's JBL representing Dominic Stereo. Are well, you kidding me? And I mean, do you remember, do you remember how bad JBL brutalized Rey Mysterio? Uh-huh. No, yeah. That would be so, and so easy. Uh, it's JBL talking uh, for Dominic Mysterio. Oh. A boy can dream. Oh, we're dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. What if what if he turned the camera pan and it was Vicky Guerrero? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Vicky Guerrero. Oh, now by the way, not bad. The only here's the only problem. Not to be hard on Vicky, but the mileage you get out of it after the initial pop is not as good. Because yeah, I've never J- been a fan. But- JBL talking week to week is going to be better. Now, does oh JBL God. take it even further and have him do what you know Eddie used to do back in the day and just like denounce his Mexican side and just lean into like? No, they would never I'm do that anymore. American. I would love no, that. No. I would, I would, that would be amazing. If he went full heel and like, you know, started instead of, instead of having people appreciate him being of Mexican heritage, he just like started wearing American flags and stuff. That would be mage. <laughs> but I don't think in this climate, we're going to get that. No, but, no. Um, that anyways, we can all dream of fun things. Now let's hit a couple of these before we go. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now let's hit a couple of these before we go. Mail. Long time, first time from Brett. Hey, P, Dip Flair and the EST of CHP. First time writing, but listening since the OG Cobbler era. I'm honestly not sure why I feel compelled to weigh in since I don't regularly watch NXT UK or otherwise, but it seems odd that the terrible name they leaned into with all caps Walter is yet another one. They would make even worse. Gunther, not even all caps. Really? But whatever, at least when they bring him up to the main roster and inevitably change his name again, they can just switch back to Walter. No harm, no foul, right? Stay mage and take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dip just gave you a big fake ah ha ha. But I thought it was pretty funny. Mail. Um Matt says, hey, sweet Pete, big stat man and dip. First and foremost, thank you for seven plus years of fun listening, plus a couple before that. With the early Foley interview, I was also the suggester 
of persmickety in the persmickety versus laying the smackdown nitpicky mark name discussion besides the point is there any way to listen to those original years as i would love to hear some of the old shows grantland links are all dead and i have a couple saved as mp3 on some devices but i can't find anything before 2018 thought it'd be fun to listen along while maybe revisiting some of those old raws around the same time i also want to hear the stardust interview again talking about you and dave is sweet and delicious as an old memphis tag team someone should have photoshopped the sweet and low logo and made a shirt for that one that's a good idea uh thank you again this is the only piece of media i have not missed a minute of in seven years and appreciate every iteration of the show helped me through some rough times and was always something i saved to get me in a good mood when i was on the road every weekend taking care of loved ones thank you from another july of 1979 kid 27 uh, who loves this stupid wrestling thing. Hope to see you all at a heat and greet someday. Keep up the great work, Matt, in Indiana. Wow. That was a what really a, nice message. What a great guy. Great guy. Yeah, that wow. was a, awesome. That that might you be our Unfortunately, there is no way. Wow. There is no way to listen to the old stuff, right? Unfortunately. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> we'll I figure it out for Matt. I wonder if anyone out there listening just has saved all the Grantland episodes. That That's in the past with one app that's how i would ever luck out if we missed an episode is there some people who just saved them all on their computer so maybe we'll hear from someone because i probably have a bunch of the grantland ones on a hard drive i do i have a bunch on a hard drive but how many i don't know and and stardust isn't on um we didn't that post was on that? youtube i don't think so yeah there it is the whole interview? Good Peter Rosenberg. Pretty right? good. Yeah. That's what I'm known as at Hot 97. Pretty good Peter Rosenberg. They're like, he's pretty good. That, <laughs> pretty good. Pretty Peter. good. Yeah, that's actually a great hashtag. Pretty good Peter Rosenberg. Pretty good Peter Rosenberg. Um, how are you, Star? Are you good? So, what's there? Do you guys hear that? Yeah. How are you, Star? <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Star? That sounds nuts. <laughs> Well said, SGG. Uh, Luke writes and says, "Yo, P. Another thing I realized from listening to a recent episode of the podcast is that Rosenberg Shivani program is what we need in 2022. Keep cutting promos on him until he's forced to respond. Take it easy, man, Luke. Listen, I love Tony Shivani. I love that he's back calling pro wrestling. He should be. He's on TBS every week. Show some respect." Show some respect for the Turner Company and go to the John Varvato store, buy a suit, go to a tailor, have the person uh, do it. Take your measurements. Listen, I know it's a Wednesday and I'm simply wearing a vintage Janet Jackson shirt and a black wrestling cap. It's it's a Wednesday work day. But Listen, you're Janet Jackson shirt is perfect for a hump day. Thank you. Well, well said. Um, this, come on. When you're on the TV, listen, I'm working on myself. I was told by the newest voice of Impact Wrestling, Tom Hannafin, that I needed to totally redo my tie knots recently, and I agreed with him. My tie knots are too small. I need to go double Windsor. They're too small. They're only good when I'm there doing them for you. You do have you, you need to be doing half Windsor, not full Windsor. Full Windsor is the big, giant, disgusting knot. Wait, so what you am do I doing? You're just doing a knot. But, but there's a half Windsor? Huh. Hey, guess what? I'm going to see you next week, so yeah. I will show you how to do are it. You, are you doing half Windsors? Oh, I only do half Windsor. Exclusively. 
100%. So the point is, I'm even though my suits are beautiful, I admit it. My knots aren't good enough. So now I got to upgrade again. You got to keep working. You got to keep trying. Tony Schiavone's not an old man. You're not 85 years old. You can't show up looking like this. Go to Varvados and get yourself a suit. Should we just buy him a suit? Tony Khan can buy him a suit. It would be nice, Uh, though, if we said, as wrestling fans, we want you to have this. Go fund him. Give him your Gucci suit. I should I should send him the Gucci suit from WrestleMania. And I'll say to him, the only way I'll let you keep this suit is if you give me every vest that you've worn on TV so I can burn it. Burn it. God, Tony, come on. Um, anyway, so we'll try to work towards that. Let's uh, get one more in here. Mail. Um. Hmm. No. Any um, dip love mail? Any uh, we love dipper steam mail? We got, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, just from the look of his eyes. I can't tell if this it's is not. Mail it's, it's not bad. Fine. It's it's not bad. He it's a guy writing about the Akash's email last week about representation, and he was say, he was talking about being a white guy who doesn't get it because he doesn't ever care about rooting for people who look like him. But I don't feel like getting into a whole explanation because I'm sure he means well. I don't want to get into a whole explanation about how when you're in the majority, you don't, of course, you you don't feel the same. You don't, of course, you get all the the good guys, you get all the bad guys, you get get everything. Yeah. So it's just the stereotypes in the boxes, right? You can't, you can't compare things apples to apples because it's not an apples to apples uh, experience. Um, David writes us mail. My your fan of this new, new, new era ringer run. Um, one, is it just me or are superstars talking more ish about host cities on TV? Seems more forced than usual. Two, Lashley versus Brock rematch at Mania, MMA style. Zero percent chance. Three. Mm. Would you sucker punch a friend if you knew you'd get a two minute WWE quality video package guaranteed? I mean, who doesn't absolutely, want, yeah, absolutely. Who, who doesn't who doesn't want that? Who wouldn't want? Are you talking? This, this guy's clearly referring to the clown right now. Yeah, we need package. to hear from him. By the way, we need to hear from that guy for a minute. But we um, can't, you can't hear from him because you're talking on your AirPods. Um, I would have already okay. brought him in, so please let him know that he's not being dissed. Mm. He's just I, clowning around over here. Anyway, what's he, what's he what's he doing right now? Is he is what's he, he doing? Is he in full face paint? He's on his phone. Um, his his rainbow hair is slicked back. Uh, he's watching uh, an 89 prime, 88 prime time. And the rainbow hair was a good touch, It was. The rainbow hair is a nice touch. Does <laughs> anybody have a better life than, than F to C? No. Frank the Clown's life, it, it worked out for him. No, it's he manifested a perfect life. Mick, uh, yeah. uh, Noel Foley is his longtime girlfriend. I'm sure one day they'll be married and have a family together. I better then, be invited to that wedding. We all will be, I assume. I, I, I'll tell you something. Yeah, we'll be at the wedding. I'll, I'll, tell, tell, tell Frank right now. If I'm not invited to the wedding, I will send a threatening letter so they have to cancel the wedding. He's going to he's gonna send an bomb threat to the wedding if you don't uh, invite him. He's you're safely on the list. Okay, safely. <laughs> Good thing. Good thing for everybody. 
Uh, but no, he he's he's with Noel, the the beautiful and amazing, one of the kindest humans ever, Noel Foley. He runs around being a a wrestling fan who has turned his fanship into a gimmick in wrestling, and then he just basically travels with his favorite football team to watch them play. Yeah, who lives life like this? Okay. It's the life of the cinch, and he gets to stay at Dipper Lago whenever he's in Los Angeles. I'm, that's, that's actually the big all the Lacroix. Tell him stay out of the cherry lime, though. Yeah. He, uh, he didn't. Uh, Male. There was only one cherry lime left. I don't think he's taken it. He is drinking a lot of regular like water from my Brita, though. I, I noticed that he's drinking a okay. lot of water from my Brita, and he he doesn't drink alcohol. So, uh, <laughs> Dipper Lago is everybody he's straight out of Chicago. He's just yeah. He's part of the straight edge society. And um, the you man, know, you know, straight edge confirmed. Yeah, straight edge plus. No, he straight edge. Okay. Straight edge plus. No, that's straight edge minus. All right, here we go, guys. Um, Keelan says, "I got an idea, y'all." Greetings and happy New Year to the Elite Ringer Wrestling Pod, longtime fan. Um, oh, or is it? He wrote. Then he wrote K I E from St. Louis. Here is that Key from St. Louis? K I E L A N. That's Keelan. Yeah, yeah. So it's key from St. Louis. I'm incredibly excited for the Royal Rumble because I shall be in attendance, masked and vaxxed and ready to barrel down the golden and sometimes pothole-ridden road known as the road to WrestleMania. And like (laughs) any excited wrestling fan, my mind started putting together these scenarios, and I got to book the damn territory real quick. Highly unlikely that Rollins beats Roman at the Rumble. So that bags the question of who does Roman see at Mania? The speculation has been rock, title versus title, or title for title either blah 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 i say insert cena have Cena pop up on roman paralleling his money in the bank return but instead run up on roman and wax that ass call his shot and point to the damn sign cena roman three at, at mania the history between the two individually and collectively colliding in a wrestlemania main event in that cena closes mania as the 17 time champ holding the universal title a title he's never held how would you guys book the world title matches going into Mania? All the best to you and yours. Stay safe, wear a mask, and most importantly, stay mage. Also, with the Forbidden Door rumors, who would you like to see in the Rumble? Um, let's let's just to focus on his on his idea. Of the things that are out there and exist, guys, I don't I don't think seen as a terrible option. It's never happening. Don't I don't think twice. It's, it's be never, great. It's not happening. Why? Cena seventeen is never happening. It's not happening this year not now not for the rumble for sure well cena did cause an uproar um i I forget which interview who he did the interview with but he said he's not done with wwe by a long shot no he's not but he'll do it when when vince needs him he'll come they don't need him this year he's not available he ain't coming well you feel I mean, like it's you, wrestlemania so it's not a it's not a matter of need it's about just making it as big as you can yeah and what is needing and by the way do you have john's calendar in front of you you act like whatever you've heard couldn't turn into a work and he shows up two seconds later again how how many times do i have to explain to you that you, you think you know <laughs> even if john cena stopped by your house today and said i just need you to know i'm absolutely not going to be a part of wrestlemania this year that would mean that there's a 50 percent chance he won't be at wrestlemania this year um I, I, I don't think it's likely, but I'll just say it, it was an idea. In terms of ideas, I don't hate it. Like I don't hate it either, especially yeah. with the ending as John Cena champion. And I think they could do better. I didn't love their SummerSlam match, um, but I think I, I think I could enjoy them at Mania. Um, guys, I love all of you who write us and support us. 
There's so many nasty ne'er-do-wells on the internet who say horrible things every week, but our Cheap Heat universe the best really the keeps me happy, SGG. They're the, they're the, they're the best of the best. The, the creme de la creme. You know, the cream always rises, and we're here. We're here together. <laughs> they're like the Royal Rumble 1990 of, of a listener base. They're the cherry yeah. lime LaCroix of listeners. They are. They are. They're the delicious chicken of listeners. <laughs> you guys are all delicious cherry lime chicken. We love you all. Stay made. Yeah. Take it easy. Stay warm on the East Coast and enjoy yourself. Amen. And happy birthday next week to my mom, Mindy Rosenberg. I love you, Mom. She's a great guy. She will never hear this podcast. She might, though. She might.